You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Tax to Grind, the hardcore holiday podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And ho, 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 I'm Tom. <laughs> uh, let's give a uh, holiday. It's actually Boxing Day. Oh, it is? Ooh. Okay. It'll be Boxing Day. Hello to our friends in the UK. Oh, there you go. Um, and some in Canada. Don't they do it in Canada I as well? So. Uh, mm. sponsors let's give a uh, listen everybody we you know this we're in the holiday cheer uh yeah. we appreciate we, we appreciate our sponsors mm-hmm. we appreciate everybody that's been with us uh let's give a shout out to all of them uh it is uh probably web store uh prohibitive right now unless you are uh really in a panic but some of you are probably really in a panic so uh, yo go go support uh closed casket activities oh yeah Run for cover records. Uh, uh, yes. To live a lie. No, no doubt. And of course, Death Wish Inc. Uh-huh. Shout out to them all. We love you all. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, guys, we're going to get right into it. But, but, Tom, we're talking, we're talking. You might have a little bit of an announcement to make. Is that correct? Yes, thank you. Let's do that right up front. Let's get it. All right. All right. This just got announced today as we were recording. Um, the really, really sweet heart of a dude named Zach from Long Island that was in Jukai and was in Rule the Mall. Um, he had a he he was out of the house, thankfully, with his family, and he, but he unfortunately came back to a house fire. Oh shit! And like oh lost. God. So oh my god! <clears throat> so there's a there's a GoFundMe out there that we can post when we post this um this which we call it this episode but they're also lions coming together as they always do to to help him out um january 21st 2023 doors at 2 30 at the amityville music hall in beautiful amityville new york long island mm-hmm. 20 bucks rule them all family dinner the fight hangman sanction and koyo so it's a benefit show all the proceeds that all the money's going to zach and his family so it's also a really good show uh that's it's a great show <laughs> it's, that, it's a great show and you get to help a, a really really sweetheart of a guy out so do it that's cool shout out to that and uh yeah we'll we'll put that info out there please support um please consider going to the show and uh yeah we'll, we'll talk about it more as it comes closer guys how you doing how you feeling uh good i uh, got an email the long uh, storied sort of what what is going on with this record? Will I ever see it? That we get the emails. Mm. Uh, the self defense live record is mm. uh, very near completion and uh, looking like a, a a real treat 
You know what I mean? Like a or a snake. Oh, I can't wait. It's 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 a beautiful beautiful object for people. Will you please send me some audio files? I actually almost texted you a uh, a little video I made of the self defense wiki with the dates of your releases and all that, but it wasn't complete, so I felt like I was like, yeah, this is some poser shit. I'm not happy with it. But this is currently the longest oh, I know. Um, dry spell for self-defense families Listen, it's not in, in history, like it, since very start. I know. It's not acceptable. It's very ugly. It's very ugly, man. I know. Listen, I, uh, nobody knows better than I do. Um, well, send, send me some tracks. Send me some demos. I want to hear it. Uh, yes. And uh, that has me excited. Uh, the fact that it's 90 degrees here and I'm going <sighs> to the dog beach, which is uh, the dog beaches here. I, I showed Bob this are nicer than the... Uh, hey, these are the premier human beaches in uh, California. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom, they looked like uh, South Beach in Miami, but it was like, oh, it's South Beach. This is good for the dogs. Yeah, so <laughs> they, they really do beaches right on this continent. I mean, I can't say that for the north where there's a bunch of crocodiles and shit, but, uh, sure. it, but, but at least where I'm at. Although, would you like to hear this, today's shark warning? Of course. Oh, love shark warnings. <laughs> so all the beaches in the city of Mandura, Mandra, 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 were uh, closed. That's uh, very nearby uh, because a guy, oh, a guy was knocked off. <laughs> a guy was knocked off of his kayak. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the dog beach hasn't had a, a sighting for uh, five days, so we're probably good. Um, That's why dogs rule because the dogs are scaring off the shocks. Yeah, well, I think I told you guys. This is, the people at the dog beach are wild people. They're like, they're you know, there's like people in bikinis. There's muscle guys, but then there's also people that are just like those weirdos that are wearing like straw hats that are saying, uh, "Hey, just let the dog swim out for a mile and a half. It's fine. He's a very responsible dog." And it's like, <laughs> you fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> love love a responsible dog. Yeah, but that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you, fellas? Tom, what you got for what you got for the holidays? You you going into Jersey? I know you got oh. all your family there. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to Jersey for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then I'm back. I'm off next week. Not, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's so nice. Yeah, work sucks, but whatever. I know. She left me roses by the stairs. Nobody left me roses by the stairs, so you know it was a misnomer. Um, well, so uh, I am. Uh, I got. Uh, I got two small. I got one not so small kid, but small enough still. Still prime time for Christmas, and uh, a baby who is likely. This is the first con. Like she will know what's going on, but will also have no memory of it. Right. So, so that's fun. That'd be fun. No, super fun. Um, does E Dog uh, agree? Does he still believe? Think so. But it's on or the board. He's playing along with it. I think he's playing along with it. Like, like I want to be like, for you. I want to be like, bro, you don't oh, come on, right? But can't. Do but it. like, you know, I know, I know. It's it's one of those things. Um, Kids talk. He's really smart. <laughs> like, and and like, we're not. We we've never like, like I'm not jumping through hoops to keep the Santa thing under wraps. You know what I mean? So, so you're not eating cookies and like biting on the cat. Oh, no, I mean, I'm still eating cookies. Oh, God. Come on. But, uh, like you're leaving some behind? 
you leave crumbs behind. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, I do that every day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? It's like, but I'm not going to, I mean, uh, you know, I don't want to, let's not be wasteful. Like, that, if there's anything, I'm teaching uh, my children that Santa Claus is not wasteful. Why, why would he leave cookies? If there's cookies out, he's going to eat most of them. Um, okay. Here's my question, and I need a jury, a jury of my peers. Uh, I love my sister dearly. She's wonderful. Her and her family do the Thanksgiving at uh, one side of the family, then Christmas at the other side of the family, and alternate every year. But that that puts me in a spot where I have to do the Christmas thing, like with like. Whereas the last couple years, because of COVID concerns, we've gotten to do lazy christmas where you know like open the presents do all that and then we just order chinese food and sit around all day and there's literally nothing better than that on christmas like nothing i love my family i love doing the thing and tom just might have gone out on us but maybe not but in a uh, reddit forum style am i the asshole for being a little aggrieved that i have to to do the thing uh I mean, I'm listening. a little bit. Yeah, don't. Well, I mean, I don't like to be put out for any reason. And I'm selfish with my time, <laughs> so, so like, don't come to me. I'm, I'll tell you, you're justified to do anything. Like, oh, you want to go on vacation by yourself for six weeks? I respect it. <laughs> I know. And Tom, Tom is currently in the midst of throwing his computer out the window. So I think, I think, I think Tom would probably err to say, "Nah, man, come on, family time." And I'm, yeah, he's right. He's right. Tom, as always, is probably the voice of reason here. Well, so. I, I, I've got a thing where I'm going to go see my folks in February, but it's like my nice. dad is proper old now. and Yeah, he is. And you don't want to fuck with that kind of like having any regrets, didn't spend enough time with him. But you're also an adult and your own person with your own family. So it's like, you know, how much, how much time can I give you realistically? Uh, mm. <laughs> it's not easy. So th- that's the balance I got right now. But uh, listen, while Tom is currently in limbo, he's back. Not, he's back. Oh, okay. I was going to say, let, let's, you were going to say some real nasty I stuff. I was, huh? I was going to say, let's get off our most controversial, <laughs> but let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, I can't be answering DMs on fucking boxing day. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little hardcore for the people that came here for hardcore. Hardcore. Um, all right. Uh, in preparation, our, our end of year episode is next week, everyone. Which uh, is actually the beginning of the year. Yes, it is. But the only real deal. We're waiting. End of year. We give it through twelve thirty one at eleven fifty nine p.m. There you go. Yeah, we're we're doing it. This we're we're doing it. We're giving it to the realness. Um, in a kind of you know um, prep the pump style way. More good full lengths or more good EPs this year if you had to wager I'm going to say full lengths yeah it might be a good year for an LP yeah it might be one of those rare occasions where it's it's LPs it's been a very strong year for the long player I think that too I think that too Um, because I was thinking about it I was listening to a, a sports podcast where we get all our best ideas um and it was on like young prospects. And I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of like, can we do that? Like, what are the best hardcore bands who only have who don't have full lengths out, like EPs?" Um, and 
And I was like, oh, that's that's a good one. And I, then then it starts sliding. I'm like, well, gel doesn't have a proper full length. They have a split 12 inch. That doesn't count. And then it's like, well, end it doesn't have a proper full length. They just have a 12 inch EP. I think that's a good one. Um, so, you know, something to chew on for next week. You kind of chew on that. But uh, I, I also know, Patrick, I think you had a few other thoughts about end of your list because you might have you might have hit a few uh landmines is that right uh, it's a tough conversation because uh i only see the end of your list because i'm uh, i uh, george church has a publicist that says hey you're on this one hey you're on that one so i go and i click on them otherwise i, I don't have a a ton of exposure right i'm not on social media as much as i used to be and uh people don't send you end of year lists unless a they're very angry about something in it or you're on it and they're like, Hey, congratulations. Uh, so for anyone that I'm not on, there's a good chance I didn't see it. Uh, but I saw a few and I saw, uh, a bunch that we were on. Thank you, everybody. Uh, how do we talk about this delicately? Um, <sighs> nobody believes you. <laughs> you know I mean, like it's look, I'm not trying to disrespect any of the fucking hardworking bands that did not put themselves on a list. They they're just got put right. on a list by people that you know maybe are no. sincere admirers or maybe uh, are trying to prove a point by being like, here's something obscure. I actually saw one today that was like uh, that did the thing where it was like it was the music journalist actually doing the thing where they go, mm-hmm. I've been on this one for a while. And it's like, nobody <laughs> gives a God damn how long you've liked the band. No, 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 no. That, that line. Oh, Pat, I don't, well, you, I, I thought about the today for somebody who's a writer, you were a religious studies studies major. So you were in the humanities, but you took the, I guess not the coward's way, but you, you skirted some of the really strict literature stuff, but oh yeah, I had a couple lit, and, and writing professors at uni, as they might say in Australia, um, who it was just redline everything. And here's what I'm saying. If you're a music critic and you say, I've been on this for years, redline that shit. It's out. Unnecessary. You're not telling nobody nothing. And look, yeah, I mean, you're not, it's, it's of no use. That's what they call Shinfo, right? That's, and, hmm. but here's the thing. Um, I'm willing to believe that a lot of these lists are accurate-ish. I'm just not buying the order. <laughs> you know what I mean? mm. And this is not coming from any type of self-interest because I really appreciate any of the lists that we're on. Thank you. But I also like I'm an I'm as far as being in music, I, I've been around a while, and I'm not. It's not like a young man's thrill at seeing their own name. You know, I mean, young men are stupid. They they are thrilled at seeing photos of themselves. They're thrilled at uh, being mentioned by anybody or, oh, I found out this person that I admire likes my shit, whatever. That, it, I'm, uh, frankly, I'm, I'm too old for that kind of uh, excitement. It's just like, oh, that's great. You know, that's cool. Thank you. Um, so there's no self-interest here. I'm, I'm not, I'm just not buying <laughs> Some of the list. <laughs> I, I mean, look, <clears throat> I, I want to, Tom. I, I don't want to speak for you <laughs> because that's not fair. I'm in a similar place, but there's a part of me that wants to give benefit of the doubt. 
But when I see it and I'm like, I'm not hearing it and then I'm trying to hear it and I'm not and it's not congruous with some of the rest of it. And I'm like, yo, is this an optics play? Was this a really good, was there some, was there a good publicist involved? Was there some, it's a weird feeling and it starts to undermine the idea of, because here's the thing, after we've talked about this, there's music journalism, there's music criticism. Uh, I I like to see some of these lists because I think largely these are advocacy. These are people trying to put on for things that they yeah, that's like. What that's what it is. When there's not a sense that this is being genuine or it's like, you ain't listening to this shit, that's where it feels half-hearted. That's journalism like, is horse shit. There you go. Look at our <laughs> little surprise guest. We got a guest. Oh, we you, got a guest. It's called it. I barely get to talk as it is. We got another fucking guy in this goddamn thing. Uh, you know what, Tom? I just wanted a little He's, more. I wanted a little more queens on the phone. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Hey, oh, the one. music journalist. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's the, I'm from Brooklyn. I ain't from Queens. I don't know. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. Tom, uh, when, do you, when do you get patriated over to Queens, though? Never. Really? Don't you, you live in Sunnyside, don't you? Yeah, but I'm from Brooklyn. I don't mean, right. dox him, Eric. Don't, aren't you a Mets fan? Yes. All right. I, I've talked about being from Sunnyside. He's not doxing me. No, no, no. I know. I, he's trying to. He's trying to push, though. He's trying to say, "Well, join." He's trying to get you to join the Queens team, but we all know you're I a Brooklynite. Mean, the, the yeah, but like Eric's from like Long Island, Queens. The, the Mets thing <laughs> matters. True. True. Mets, Mets they dox at me. Eric. Eric. Do you do you wait real quick, Eric? Do you? I don't think you like hockey at all. But if you had to pick a hockey team from New York, are you going Rangers or Islanders? Islanders. Oh, answers given. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not really into hockey. But a number of my friends yeah. are Islanders fans. Yeah, so would, you're in Isles. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Gordon Fisherman and all that. Yeah. Um, Eric is joining us, guys, really quick because I want to get back to our hardcore conversations for a couple reasons, but. Um, I'd be remiss to say, and this is the reason Eric secret Eric knows part of the reason he's on tonight, but uh, the the unspoken reason is this is actually being released on the five year anniversary of the first extra grind wow. episode being released. Wow! Yeah, did not know. What do you know? Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that more next week because our very first episode was a end of the year 2017 list thing. Ah. Um, so, so that's going to be the episode. We'll talk a little bit about it and we won't bore you with any of the gory details. Um, but Eric has always been a supporter. There has never been someone outside of our, our friend from close casket activities, dusty, uh, who has been there with us for the ride. So I felt like it was only, uh, important to only fair, only right, only, uh, passionate to share this moment with our forever fourth Mike Eric Wilson. So thank you for joining us, Eric. I, uh, I appreciate you, fellas. Thank you. Now, Eric. I'm going to have to ask you to stop doing the accent, though, because I'm kind of feeling <laughs> was that, uh, that was me not doing the accent. <laughs> Eric, uh, you don't have to be uh, diplomatic. Uh, do you believe uh, these end-of-year lists? Um. Uh, I've seen, I've only seen a couple of them and, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's to me, it's more of just a list of like the, the releases from 2022, like what, what was left off of them? Not nothing that I'm aware of. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, I said this on a recent episode, maybe a Patreon, um, 
I I do a hardcore podcast. You guys are aware of this, and uh, <laughs> it, it is. You'd think that I would be up on most things. There's a ton of shit that I do not know what the fuck is going on. Uh, for example, I was told on a podcast that I did the other day, hey, how'd you like that new Earth Crisis release? Did anybody know there was an Earth Crisis release? Yeah, it's called no. Vegan for the Animals. How did you not fucking listen to that? I mean, I guess I was on tour during, during its release. I had no idea. Right, and you've been so busy because for 23 hours you sit and fucking twiddle your thumbs. Listen, nobody – Well, you know what you were doing? You were talking, not paying attention to what goes on in the United States of America because that's the large that's feedback I've gotten back uh, from everybody. Listen, oh, I would – you true. know what? We're not going to bore the people here, but I actually did a little research on these things that we are talking about. Yeah, okay. I know, I know what kind of research your people do. I'm going to fucking pass <laughs> uh, Listen. Uh, there is uh, the people that are saying all that shit are, are uh, not uh, taking inventory uh-huh. of the actual trends. So uh, yes, it is true. Yeah, you are. It is true. Yes, because I went and looked them up because I was feeling persecuted. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I went and looked. Oh, I went and looked for people that are like hung up on this thing that uh, America is uh, like a, a, a Christian oh, fundamentalist uh, Fox not, News channel. That is true. Don't ruin my fucking for holiday pe- for people over a certain age. That is true. Holy fuck! Yes, that's exactly Pat. It's only sixty-five year old people. Anyway, Eric. <laughs> Yes, sir. What do you think of Fate of the Neo Gods, the new single by Earth Crisis? <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, well, I was going to say I, I I stand corrected. I hadn't I had no idea there was a new Earth Crisis. September 16th, 2022. Yep. Four songs, Vegan for the Animals, Through a River of Blood, Smash, smash or, or Be smashed. smashed. That's the one, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a and horrendous rendition of it. <laughs> Fate of the Neo Gods, and the cover is a person Petting a cow with a shirt that says "Earth Crisis Vegan for the Animals." Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm five five on one music. I don't even know what the other one. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't hear about this. Uh, the the you hear about this? You hear about this? The, the, the <laughs> single, the Vegan for the Animals, is uh, an Earth Crisis song through and through. It is a uh, kind of stunted uh, grooves, you know, like like grooves that like in Bob's mind don't quite exactly work. Uh, nope. They're they're very um, uh, th- there's something stunted about the groove. Uh, that is what many of us like in Earth Crisis, right? What another thing that we like in Earth Crisis is lyrics that are both too simple and entirely too complex. Uh, that is also present here. It is okay. the, the only record I heard this year that uh, used uh, uh, ad, 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 abjure as a. a <laughs> Like uh, it used. uh, uh, Let's see. Hold on. I don't even know what word you said. Like, was it adjure, abjure? Hold on. Abjure. Okay. Solemnly renounce. Okay. Uh, Abjure. Of course. Religious studies over here. Hold on. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It is. uh, So abjure. It's the only song I saw with that. I like this song. Uh, You did listen. I did. Oh yeah. No. I mean, I listened to it. After I was told about it three days ago. Oh, oh okay. Uh, and uh, I like the song. Uh, I like Through a Lit River of Blood. It's less of a single, but it's, it, you know, whatever. Um, and then we get into the, the re-recordings of Smash Will Be Smashed and Fate of the Neo Gods, two songs that pr- up to this point had only appeared as live tracks on a live record. Mm. Um, I love Earth Crisis. I don't want the reputation for the guy after the Al incident where Tom did not inform me that the man was uh, very sick. 
uh, until after I had uh, <laughs> shitted on him, basically. Uh, I do not want the reputation as the guy that comes after Legends. Uh, Earth Crisis is legendary to me. So, Tom, just just so you know, you've been assigned as we're talking. Right after review, everyone's medical record before Pat Google makes some it to make comment. sure no one is uh, <laughs> of ill health. <laughs> Listen. Um, so you can hit him with the. Well, actually, hold on, Patrick, before you continue shitting. Nope. What happened? No. Oh, we might have lost Tom. There's That's okay. No, there's no Gone way. again. He, he hates Zencaster so I don't, much. But I, don't I hate Zencaster too. It's a fucking nightmare. Listen. Do you? Yeah, I'm a Zoom man. Okay. Smash or be smashed. Fate of the Neo Gods. I love Smash or be smashed. It's a very good mm. song live. Mm. Earth Crisis. I'll listen. I'll report back. Earth Crisis. Their studio. Their 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 covers of their own songs are some of the worst decision making in music. This mm. is a terrible version. <laughs> Of a good song. It's well, brutal to listen to. Didn't, didn't, What's wrong with it? Second of all, did the same it, thing, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, but yeah, yes, but I think you can make the strong argument that the sick of it all did their did did those songs justice. at least justice. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, you know, Earth Crisis, they they've done this a number of times. They'll be like, oh, that hit from from you know our uh, our heyday. Uh, let's re-record it for our new re- uh, record where we're going in a more scum metal direction. Uh, Yo, some things just don't port over. Do you know what I mean? Like so, sometimes, like you, you just can't uh, apply the, a new style to old works. And yeah, uh, this version of Smash or Be Smashed, its chorus is buns. Mm. <laughs> I just can't. I like look. Everybody, go listen to it. Make up your own mind. Earth Crisis, one of my favorites. I just th- oh, I just got Carl's medical records in. He had to have a- <laughs> <laughs> Thank a, you. Was he, was on a, he was on an errand finding that for us. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh wow, he's got a foot amputated. Thanks, Pat. Um. Uh, listen, <laughs> um, shout out to Earth Crisis. Still one of my favorites. I just and I almost like the bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like listen, uh, self defense has a bit. We put out like one frustrating song that ruins an EP, and that's our bit. And, uh, and like, we'll put out like, oh, these are real tracks. And then like one song will be for the heads only. And I get it. If that's irritating to you, I, it's a bit. Got it. Earth Crisis is bit. I have to respect now. It's gone so long. It's so far of just them being like, you know what? It's kind of so, uh, people love that song. Yeah, they do. You know, it'd be dope if we shit it on. <laughs> like, okay. Fuck it. It's funny. <laughs> So, uh, but so end of year list, back to the topic, end of year lists, uh, just, just be genuine with it. Uh, that's all you can do. If you ain't down with it, don't, don't fake the funk. And it, cause it just, it takes away from advocating for shit you actually do really like. Yeah. And you can just, I mean, there can be a section that's just like, uh, instead of honorable mentions, just things I think everybody should check out. You yeah, know what I mean? Notable. Like, notable. Yeah, notable. You know what I mean? Notable doesn't uh, doesn't uh, you know, throw on anything beyond like hey, this is something that people enjoyed or or was a, a of note. Um All right, yeah, I get I do, more pissed off when I when I see well, I get more pissed off when I see people like do their list and it's like a hardcore band that doesn't list any other punk or hardcore music. How do you mean? Like, oh, I get it. You love SZA. 
Oh, oh, so I have to yeah. do, I have to do. It's just like random shit. Like you tell me you didn't listen to the gridiron record or you didn't listen to fucking. Well, Tom, sometimes people are asked by uh, music outlets to do their best of, and they also do a hardcore podcast where they don't want to do significant crossover of those two things. So they're, you don't oh. <laughs> so, mm. so they're, so no, but I've read a bunch that it's like, yo man, really? Yeah. Look. It, it it feels very performative when uh, you play basic ass hardcore and you're trying to convince us that your favorite records of the year uh, were, yeah, it's, it's whatever, either something truly challenging that it occurs to you that you go, if you really love this, I feel like you'd conduct your own music a little differently. Uh, right. And I'm not to say like we all like our own stuff and this is not a dig on SZA. I just know everybody loves SZA. But there's stuff that I'm like, yo, you definitely like, you you definitely put on some fucking ignorant hardcore at some point because you're in a punk and hardcore band. Like, yeah. there's no way you only listen to, and like most of the stuff they put the lights on, like, no one, you know, Tom York doesn't need you to say how much you love the fucking Smile record. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> cool, man. Maybe shine some light about your friend who put out like a seven inch or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a better way to uh, usage of your time. I also have another like I'll do. A, I want to do a pit report later on. Oh, okay. oh, hell yeah! All right, what's the show? Um, give us the show. Let's do it now because I got a, a thing to to bring up right after this. All right, wow. All right, that's <laughs> it. Wasn't ready. Um, so yeah, so I, I went to North Carolina this past weekend and I recorded yeah. in a hotel room when Pat uh, decided to besmirch, you know, besmirch the 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 name of Alberil. Um. And Terry Hall. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's Pat. Uh, You know what? I support Pat. Shit on all the legends. I'm with you. Listen, I I am more deferential to them than I think even people expect. I just have a lot of respect for these dudes. So I can't – even if I'm coming in a way at them, I still still can't lean into it. I've said this. Tom is in his own way a legend. He can say what he wants. But – when it Shut comes up. to like some of the people that I checked uh, looking for points online by uh, cutting down John Joseph, I wasn't with it. You know what I mean? So, so like it, it's I am more deferential to legends than a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, sometimes they're you know sometimes you got to get it off. <laughs> Go on, Tom. The show. So I was in North Carolina in Winston Salem, to be exact. For the, they did a memorial show for John Rivera, who we talked about, who did Head First Records and Punks on Paper, and was a really important part of like the the scene in like the Carolinas and in Georgia. Um, so I went to, it was uh, the main bands that I saw. So it was a Sunday and a Monday at a giant venue um, called the Ramcat in downtown Winston Salem, about a thousand people. Um, it was uh, first night that I, the bands that I saw because I had to wait for buddy, our friend Lou, who was flying in literally the day of. Um, I, I saw Catharsis, Code Seven, Undying, Prayer for Cleansing, all fucking incredible. Okay, hold on, Tom. Those are not sufficient reviews. G- g- tell us, what, give us the real. Pretend we're not on mic. Who who was actually good? You know, they were all great. They really were all great. I mean, honestly, so Catharsis was awesome. Okay. Because I feel like they're the band that's still like the most kind of like current. Dreadlocks in terms still? of. I'm sorry. Still with the dreadlocks. No, we cut his hair. No, I'm not having that. He's got long hair. <laughs> God, he's he, he no more dreads. Uh, you know, and and 
they were great. They were tight. Um, the drummer is like insane because he went on to like a bunch of metal bands. He was in Prong, the drummer from Catharsis. No shit. Yeah, he played for Prong for like five or six years. He was in that band, Three Inches of Blood. Okay, yeah. I uh, got kicked out of Three Inches of Blood for like beating up somebody from like Saxon or something. Sometimes that happens. Um, sometimes you got to do it. So yeah, so Catharsis was awesome. Weird to see them in a big room with a with a barricade. Um, but he's you know he's he's really kind of engaging and. He makes you want to run through a fucking, you know, police line. Mm. Uh, so I thought they were great. Code 7 was awesome. So they played um, way back in the day. I don't know. Is anyone familiar with Code 7 of the four of you or the three of you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I, familiar. I'm Not familiar so even of the big guy, little guy period. So they did big guy, little guy period. But oh, the big guy's not very big anymore because he lost a bunch of weight. Oh, God bless him. Dave, Dave Owen, who put together, helped put together the show with Will. And with Grant from uh, from Bitter Melody that put out the Indecision record, those three do like, and probably some other folks. And I apologize if I don't remember, you know, if I didn't know, um, put like put this show together. So they did like a the last record that they did with Dave. So it's like the two singers. So they did that in order. They sounded great. Um, they're like a talented band. Like it's sort of they were part of that like kind of you know like Dredge and like. Circus Vive when they were starting like that kind of like um, sort of atmospheric kind of heavy music. Mm. I was going to say Deftones, but people some either love the Deftones or hate them with the fire of a thousand suns. So I don't want to say the Deftones. Um, but they were great. It was Dave's first show in like twenty years, and they sounded awesome. So um, then Undying's with the Undying played with the original singer. Okay. So that's it was their first show together since like 2002. Is that uh, sorry for everybody at home that this is like super minutia? Uh, Undying had the bald guy. Am I correct? Correct. He is still bald. Okay. <laughs> it didn't go the other way. You don't say. <laughs> no, um, his name is Tim. Great singer. Um, so they played like three songs from the three records he was on. They were super tight. Um, so it was some of those dudes like um, are in like. Um, play for like sect and like they filled it for earth crisis so there's there's this their their chops are still yeah are still up you know but they were they were fucking great and then prayer for cleansing was insane no shit insane um so some of those dudes went on so if so uh to live a lie reissued the prayer for cleansing lp called rain rain and endless fall which is i think it sold out so you can probably buy it on discogs for a lot more money than then you could have gotten it from Will. Um, but they're sort of, they were, they were like, if you're not familiar with them, they're from like 99 through like 2002, like vegan traded black metal, but with like mosh parts, like the most ignorant mosh parts. Um, mm. And some of the dudes went on to between the buried and me. Um, and, and they were just insane. And people like lost their fucking minds. Like, they were clear, like they were the headliner of that night. It was very clear that um, a lot of people traveled to see them. Um, and then Monday, we went. I went back because I didn't think I was going to. But then I, it was so great the night before I had to go back. It was. Um, I missed the first minute again because that's what I do accidentally. Um, then I saw <laughs> Catharsis played the same set. They were great. Uh, Brian like jumped into the crowd and like was like singing to people like on the floor which is kind of cool. And he would like wrap the microphone around someone like the back of someone's neck and like pull them in while he was screaming. Like Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Pretty much. 
yeah, he was upside down, and then they tried to kiss. It was weird. Um, Prayer for Cleansing was sec- like main support for that night. They were also great. Singer had blown out his voice, so they had a friend come out and kind of sing some of the parts, and the crowd was more than happy to help fill in the rest of it. Um, they were great. The uh, the guitar players, like it, one of the guitar players, is the dude from Between the Barrier to Me, so like he's like insanely talented and just like they were great. Um, the first night was was recorded all the band, so that'll be out on the internet soon enough. And then on Dying Clothes Monday night, same set. They were fucking great. Um, hopefully, I think another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I would imagine Catharsis and Undying may play again. I don't know if Prayer for Cleansing will. Mm-hmm. Um, my, our buddy Dave from uh, Prayer for Cleansing lives in the Northeast now. Like, very, very Northeast. Um so I don't, I'm not not sure how often that'll happen, but I think um, mm. the Catharsis is playing some stuff over the summer in Europe, at least. So hopefully they'll play some shows up near us. And then uh, Undying, I think, you know, it, it, I feel like it's like one of those things like they put so much work into getting it together to play this thing, you know, and, and have a memorial for their friend. Like, you know, another show or two can't hurt anybody. And it's and if you have fun and everyone's getting along, it's might, you might as well while you can, while you put all that work into for it. For sure, know? for sure. And if the energy's right, you know what I mean? Like, yo. That's what I mean. It's, it, far you, be you, it from I, us to begrudge someone the good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And they're all friends that grew up, you know, like, you know. Um, but yeah, Winston-Salem's a, a cute little town. Um, venue was awesome. Everyone was like super nice. I got to see a ton of people, folks that, you know, a lot of nice folks that listen, um, that, kept telling me you know make sure you go after pat all the time which i gladly will um <laughs> so our friend josh from spinning out pod got to see him my dude uh, love josh got, yeah great dude i uh, got to see will um i mean there was so many fucking i mean it was it, i know more i knew more people at that show than i do at a normal show in like brooklyn it's mm. awesome it's very it cool. was a great time everyone still is over 40 and still straight edge which is fucking awesome and uh it was really, it was a great time, and I'm really, really glad that I that I was there for it. And um, they they have a GoFundMe up still for John Rivera's like family, um, so maybe we'll post that too. One hundred percent, we yeah, will. Yeah, his uh, wife and daughter were there. His daughter introduced Undying. It was fucking yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was it was really it was a great time. It was like really, I mean, it was obviously really heavy for a lot of the folks from North Carolina and from that you know general area. Um, and I, you know, I knew John and I liked him, but like, it was, it was heavy, but joyous. It was fucking, it was, it was really a great time. And I'm really psyched that I decided to go. That's cool. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. It was fun. Shout out. Thank you for that. Um, before we move forward, because we have Eric here for a reason, a conversation that is due. Oh. Uh, but before we do, um, uh, shout out to a fella who is close to friends of mine. Man, this is another one of these waves. We've been hit, hit with waves of folks in and involved on hardcore who are having a going through it. Um, a fellow named Sean Lipinski uh, was in the band Holding On, uh, Minneapolis guy, yeah. I think, originally. Um, 
in a pretty serious accident uh, and uh, is in a coma right now. So uh, thoughts to the fella. I I might have crossed this path many, 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 many years ago, um, but I know we have some listeners who who, uh, he means a great deal to. So um, keep keep that fella in your thoughts, everybody. Um, Eric, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So Eric, Eric thinks minor threat sucks, guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> he does not. He does not. He does not. Let's clear up the record. Eric does not think minor threat sucks. Not at all. Not at all. Has a hoodie to prove it. So what's your <laughs> fucking problem? There we go. <laughs> but but what what do you think? Do you think maybe you don't understand all the hype? Maybe. Uh, no, I actually perfectly understand the hype. It's just that it's not, you know, like I, I understand a lot of people also love Bon Jovi. It's not, you know, it's just not a, like, they're probably not in my top 10. They're definitely in the top 20, maybe the top 15, but it's just like, I don't know. I just have a, a different path with how I came into hardcore and how I like music. And I certainly like minor threat and they were certainly probably one of the first, not the first, but one of the first bands I listened to at a very young age. Um, and I think it kind of fits into the discussion you guys were having last time, just about like, you know, what was it? Uh, you know, a band with one great record. Does that make them a great band? Uh, sure, sure. You know, it, it's, it's just one of those things like, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in what the second minor threat record would have been. Maybe it would have been the embrace record. I don't know. But, um, it's I don't know. They're just I kind of found myself wandering down different paths. I get why that they're they're important. I get why they're influential. Uh, mm-hmm. I get that I've I've heard about the straight edge thing. I've heard it's really big. Um, <laughs> you know, like I'm not shitting on them. It's just like sometimes when things get get uh, reach a certain level of hype, it's like. All right, I, I got it, and it's not that's not singular to Minor Threat. You know, I've I've I will rep New York hardcore, but my God, I've, I think I've heard every story about you know how crazy the '80s were at this point. It's like, yeah, all right, I, I got it, man, I got it. That's that's so there's a place called A Seven, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about A Seven. I've heard about CDs. Right. It was crazy, A Seven. Like, yeah, like they start the show late. <laughs> Like John uh, I mean, Joseph would just fight like hundreds of hundreds. myself. <laughs> so, so Patrick, do you think Minor Threat is overhyped? I no, I think they're underhyped. Really? In I can think. Of, I think I know three people with Minor Threat tattoos. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, tw- I, mean, I know twenty with Misfits tattoos and and mm. uh, or Veil tattoos or fucking. I we probably know people with drug church tattoos. I do. I mean, to me, <laughs> I do. Yeah, way to make a ringing endorsement for those poor folks that have fucking ruined their bodies with you. I've talked about this. Um, I, uh, I've met two that have the lyrics wrong, and I love it. <laughs> well, that's right. We did, I think we talked about this because I met somebody that has indecision lyrics wrong. Yeah, I, I like, love it. It's good. Um, but to me, with minor threat, I feel like there's nothing about it that you that is unlikable. Um, like, like if you go like, you know what? I don't know if I love Paul Bearer's voice. Like if you like, I don't, not saying, that's not saying mm. me, but like, I can see like, I don't really like the way this drum thing, like this drummer plays or this guitar part. Like, I feel like minor threat was like, like, I mean, even bad brains, I think are a, like a, could be an acquired taste. Yeah. 
Yes, I mean, it's like HR's voice is tougher to get into. I feel like there's nothing about minor threat there. Like, yeah, I don't get it. So there's two two things. Uh, one is that it's a thing you're supposed to like. So that's going to push some people away, of course, right? Sure. And uh, B, the 40 uh, uh, intervening years of Ian. Now, uh, Ian obviously is not – there's nothing wrong with Ian. He, it, it's not like he's got like a sex scandal or some shit like that that you got to be like, oh, no, I can't like this. I'm conflicted. He's just not a very likable man. You know what I mean? And I say well, – That's true. I listen. I say this as a guy who admires him more than more than. Here I he should. goes shitting on the legends again. Here it goes. No, listen. He would be the first to admit this. I think he honestly would. It, it, it's you know like I, yeah, because most people go. Nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's the first thing that most people are really you know. Tom, what do, what do I always say about this podcast? I always say, if somebody doesn't like me, I get it. You know what I mean? Like I get it. It's I'm not mad at anybody for being like, yeah, you know what? I like the other two fellas. I don't like this fella. And I hope you guys wouldn't feel would feel no differently about somebody that didn't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, well, I would want to know why. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> but I'd be like, what did I fucking do? It's that was Pat. <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, it's just you know, anytime that you're strident about anything, you push away people, right? Like if you if you care a lot about one thing. Uh, people, the other people that care about that thing in, in reverse are going to say, nah, I don't like this fucker. And maybe they'll get over it. Maybe they won't. But sure. uh, so anytime you take a stance, uh, you know, uh, even if it's a casual one. Uh, oh, he's about to drop the line. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, you, you, but you, you, uh, uh, you're going to alienate someone. Uh, and it's not like you, it's not like we're taking incredibly hard stances out here, but there's also just, we give a lot of ourselves. There's a lot of personality and some people just rub each other the wrong way. I, I rub, I, I'm aware of this, that the longer I talk, the, the people go through a period where they dislike me and then they come back around mm. and they go, eh, you know, he's all right. And, uh, that's how it applies to all my interpersonal relationships <laughs> as, as well as Jesus Christ, <laughs> as, as well, as well as, uh, kind of my public persona, Ian, I don't see as any different. Ian is like an acquired taste. Uh, he, he's. He's prickly. He's not um, – he, he, here's the two Ian modes. Prickly, distant, and vaguely smug is the third one. <laughs> it's like, yo. It sounds I familiar. Love, I love yeah, no, <laughs> Did you just read your own biography? Uh, but see, but, but can I say real quick, like I, that's I, – I hear where you're coming from, Pat, and that that's not particularly where I'm coming from because I love prickly people. People. We've been doing a podcast for almost as long as Axe to Grind. It's I'm 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 I like Ian. Longer. I think Ian's a fascinating dude. I think he's interesting. This is let me try and put it this way: the minor threat conversation. It's I'm interested as fuck in music and bands. I'm interested in their history. The minor threat conversation is a limited conversation. They existed for a short amount of time. They put out certain releases. They toured what twice? I don't even know. Um, you want to talk about Fugazi? You want to talk about like the different eras of Fugazi, like the different albums? Like, there's just more meat there. So what? Yeah. So okay. So this is something I think Eric alluded to with me that I thought was interesting, <clears throat> and it it ties a little bit into uh, a convo Pat and I were having pre-air here about um, about kind of the access to all kind of thing. But but I'll get there. Starting off, 
you're not wrong. There are the the minor threat stories that are out there are well tread, right? Now, I'm actually a believer that there's some stuff that hasn't been put out there that is sort of like, yo, like and look, deep heads know this stuff. Like we'll we'll get into some of the minor threat history, but there's not books on it like there is the JJ fucking autobio and and Harley autobiography, New York hardcore book, all this stuff. There isn't a DC book. You know what I mean? And beyond that, there's no minor threat book. There there are some stuff on it. There are, you know, this band could be your life, et cetera. But what, what, but like when does Dance of Days uh what I've read it, but it's been about twenty years. Um, is that more just Revolution Summer stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I don't recall. I'm going to take a look right now. Well, it is, but I mean, I'll say this. I think there's there's ambiguities to a lot of it, whereas like there's specificities in some of these stories mm, that maybe I'd argue with, uh, especially with some of the New York legends, where it's like, well, this is an interesting perspective. I'd like to hear five other people's accounts of this because I bet it's a little different. Uh, I would like to see CTV video. <laughs> Correct. I would like that said the DC stuff. Honestly, I I give credit to it. You're not wrong, though. Fugazi was a band for how long? 15 years ish. Um, Yeah, right. Uh, Put out, like you said, any number of, you know, seven albums, something like that. Martha Red had 26 songs. We're around for about three years ish, you know? Um, yeah, I want to hear the story about them going and recording out of step because it's a different thing. And there's a real different feeling between the EPs and out of step. Still brilliant material. But you have to scratch a lot harder to find those itches. And you're not wrong. And as we get further removed from the thing, I do I do wonder about that. Um, that mythos can only take you so far and the further along you get from mythos, the less it matters. Like, I don't really care about the Led Zeppelin fish stories. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it just doesn't matter to me. But uh, but, but, but it, I do I know, do I do look for those tracks. You know? Yeah, sure. I mean, as far as like the the narrative of the band itself, I'm sure that there's more than enough material to fill a book, right? I'm, and I'm sure it's all interesting, no and, and and I'm sure a lot of you know. To me, it, when I talk about narrative, it's kind of like. The first Rush record, miles different from the last Rush record. There's not that minus miles different from the fifth Rush record. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's like like, the straight musical journey, right? Yeah. What was going on in 1989 when they put out this album? Well, so and so left the band because you know so and so became a dick, and like they recorded here and they were going on tour with. You know what I mean? Like you just don't have a lot of that, and I think looking back on a lot of bands like history and discography, like that just thing is lost. So while I do like minor threat, I like their, uh, I like their entire discography. It's just, I just, it's just not that interesting to me to talk about. I don't know. That's just me. But would you stage dive to think again? Sure. Well, I'm too, yeah, listen, I'm too old to fucking, I, I go to, when I go to shows now, I honestly feel decrepit. Like, because I, I see the things that, that, that kids do well, what I used to do. Welcome to my I, world. Oh, but Bob, you were, you stage dove at fucking Sound and Fury. You're, you're, you're still out there putting on. One a year. I, I'm still, I mean, yo, I got to be ready. I got a basketball game in like two months. There you go. For so, I got to get it on. I um, just, I. One, one a year. But, but. So that that's where I'm coming from. I don't want to be known as the guy that shits on minor threat. 
you came on this podcast to clear your name. Clearing my well, name. I, I, I requested it. Now, here's my question for you. Let me start with uh, Patrick and Tom. Tom, uh, what band do you like more and find more interesting, the Ramones or Minor Threat? <laughs> Minor Threat by a fucking football field. Patrick? Two football fields. <laughs> and Eric? Uh, <laughs> let me say this. The first time I went to Eric's apartment, uh, he had... And he still has, and he thinks I forgot it because he sent me a picture of it. A Ramones flag. Is it from 1981? 81. That is really cool. <laughs> Gifted by a, a former uh, coworker who was a train wreck alcoholic. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, I, that that flag could potentially be worth like several hundred dollars, if not more than that, um, because I it's in pretty nice shape and it's cool as shit. Um, and the Ramones have a few good songs, but well, uh, more than a few. I, yeah, I'll, yeah, no, yeah. they do. They They're do. A great punk band, but Minor Threat's better. Well, I, I would say Ramones probably have as men. Well, Minor Threat obviously has the more solid discography, but again, it's unfair because it's only it's so short. But uh, that being said, I, the Ramones probably don't have as many good songs as Minor Threat. Wow. I agree strongly. I, mean, and right. I love the Ramones. <laughs> um, do you think the Ramones' longevity? Because to me, am I wrong? Like the Ramones story isn't super interesting to me. Am I wrong? Uh, I like it more when I start to hear about them being complete drug addicts, doing weird drug addict things with like local punks when they were already a very popular band. I like I like when they're uh, when they would fight over politics. I think that's like very entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. What John, did they fight over in politics? Johnny was an ardent conservative, and Joey was like uh, a pr- very progressive lib. Yeah, like, hmm. and, and like no joke, kind of on the relatively extreme ends of those scales for Queens. Guys. Interesting. You know, All right. <laughs> like, they, they, did, there were years where they didn't talk to each other, and they were in the band. Yeah, what was the, there was some there was like a couple legitimate issues where it was like, like yeah, we should do something for the people of South Africa, and the other guy's like, do we gotta? Whoa! It was like that type of shit. <laughs> like it was like on the pretty extreme end of oh. Okay. When 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 they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, Johnny famously gives a shout out to George W. Bush and the troops. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out to the Ramones, shout out to Minor Threat, shout out to Hardcore. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Wow. Before, before we go any further, can we get out of Eric? Eric, did you enjoy Hardcore this year? Let's talk about the current moment. Mm. Oh, I think Hardcore in 2022 I've enjoyed more than maybe the several years prior. I mean, 2021, 2020 is kind of a wash because of the whole thing that went on there. But uh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if Sound and Fury was the uh, was the yearbook in Hardcore 2022, then it was a strong as fuck year. No shit. Listen, listen to all your positivity. You went to a number of shows. You probably went to more shows than I did. Did I? I mean, I go to a lot of shows because I play music. But uh, you, you, independent of being uh, paid to be there, uh, went to a number of shows. Every time I talked to you, you'd say, yeah, Evan and I are going to this or that. 
Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Did you see anything that you was stand out to you? Um, let me think. I mean, listen, my brain doesn't really work so well. I mean, I've I have had a lot of I've I, like I said, I've certainly had more fun in hardcore than I have in a minute. I mean, probably maybe what takes the cake is maybe speed set at Sound and Fury. Like that shit was like yeah. That dope. had an, like energy I haven't seen in a very very long time. Uh, shout out to Speed. And you went to the uh Turnstile show in Los Angeles, is that true? Yes. That was crazy. Was um, that was that too big for your taste? No, the Palladium is not too big. It's 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 a bit, you know, it's it's big, but it's uh it reminds me of a little bit. It's like a bigger Webster Hall kind of. Um it, you know, it, it, that was an interesting time because it's like seeing Turnstile at that level, you know, like is is kind of mind blowing. I mean, it, it, I, I miss them when they did their sort of when they did their um, their shows for uh, their their record from 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. And I so I hadn't seen them previously. I think I, I might have missed them on the on the previous record tour also. So it's been, it had been a while. And, you know, I'd, I'd seen them back in, you know, 2011 when they first started and stuff. And it's like to see a band like that uh, reach reach the main stage and sort of have the swagger of a headlining concert act. You know, it was like it was it, it, it was kind of surreal, but I mean, fully, fully sick. Did you know that there was a second specials record? Uh, I th- there's a there's a couple specials right yeah there are there are and actually the second one i th- the one that i was like i've never heard this i think has rat race on it which obviously everybody has heard great um, yeah <laughs> but uh i was not i am not very familiar with it I'm just gonna say real quick that uh after uh terry hall i was gonna say we killed him that's not funny uh not after funny. <laughs> after uh terry hall died, we. uh <laughs> i did a deep dive uh because i'm familiar with like the fun boy three like hit right but i'm not familiar with the with the band really uh but and i i'm not crazy about it but what i will say i'm crazy about he did a record with the guy from the eurythmics uh and well the name of the record is vegas i just want everybody to check out the single possessed from it um so terry hall uh said that he he had wrestled with depression all his life. Right. And, uh, you know, there's sometimes there's no reason for that. It's just chemical imbalance, but he late in life revealed that he had like a very traumatic experience when he was a kid that kind of informed his, cause he, I, I don't, for people that aren't familiar with the specials, the entire band moves largely except for him. Right. So like if you ever watch old specials videos, everybody's going off mm. and he's got this, really disaffected sort of demeanor and it's a fascinating juxtaposition but not my thing i like singers that fucking move right but he's got kind of this like everybody else is moving and he is like staring at you and yeah he uh, looks like he's in uh fucking uh 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 uh, joy division yeah and there's something something about his demeanor that is kind of um disengaged and, and uh, like, like there's like several layers between you and him. And after you learn about this trauma that he went through as a kid, it, it, you know, and this is armchair psychoanalyzing, but it it makes a lot of sense. Right. And uh, this, the Vegas song uh, possessed has this 
really impacting line where it's about, it seems to be the song seems about be about having highs and lows and like perhaps a career or a life and whatever. And, uh, when he's talking about, uh, you know, I even like myself again, which is like a therapy line, but like he delivers it with this, with the same kind of like, um, like flat affectation that he always has. And it is really impactful. So for people that don't know this gentleman's catalog, I really just knew the specials record that I really love, but, uh, did not know, like, certainly I didn't know this Vegas project, but everybody check that out. Uh, and we can get back to hardcore now. Do you, do you uh, remember just real quick? Cause I used to know this. I used to know like this, a lot of Scott, like in and out, but, uh, what was the specials became the specials, AKA, Oh, so, so, okay. So yeah, let's get into this. What is that? Both the specials and, uh, the English beat have gone through iterations where there have been two bands of the same name at times. There's been, um, you know, obviously like, it's like, you know, uh, I guess misfits maybe, you know, (laughs) or no Chromax would probably be the comparison here. Right. Yeah. So there's, uh, they went through their Chromax period where when you have, and this is the thing, Everybody, if you have seven members and they're not employees, uh, then at some point you're going to get in a fight over names. <laughs> it's so, it's, uh, uh, yeah, the, the specials, I think they've gone by like the specials with Hall, the specials, AKA, the special, you know, specials jam probably. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and English beat, same thing, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, there's, uh, you can't have that many members. Uh, this everybody. Communism doesn't work. (laughs) That's the lesson. Yeah, that's the lesson. Um, all right. We should, uh, I want to, and it's been a pretty tight one here, but, uh, let me, let me throw some random questions at you guys. Um, just to kind of give us a little this or that to close the episode. Um, this or that, Marauder Master Killer, or Circle Jerks Group Sex. I think I think we're all going to say Master Killer. No, I don't know. Tom's having a hard time. Really? That yeah. Tom Tom just felt attacked. To be honest, yeah, it definitely was a shot at me. Um, <laughs> two records I know you love. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I don't know if anybody else loves those two records the same as me. <laughs> Yeah, you're in a small Venn diagram like that. Yeah, I'm going to go... Uh, uh, man, people are going to judge me. Uh, <laughs> here, here. Instead Matt- of you answering, why don't you say, what would Justin Brannon's answer? Because he might be in your Venn diagram on that, right? Circle Jerks, for sure. He's going Circle Jerks. Okay, all right. He's like full-on SST weird punk guy. He's not a metal dude at all. And he's getting kicked out. He's he's out of Brooklyn. He's done. Um, true. All right, uh... Strife, One Truth, or Earth Crisis, Breed the Killers? One Truth. Yeah. I love Earth Crisis, but that's a better Strife record than it is an Earth Crisis record. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably go Strife. Okay, let's do this. Um, Although I, hmm. I say it again, I love the line where Carl's talking about like the New World Order. And 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 he, the line is Caesar takes his throne, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, 
when you have it in context that this dude is like very afraid of his guns being stolen, like you're like, yo, I love how. Do you think maybe he's going for the Planet of the Apes Caesar instead of? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I think that's what he's talking about. Oh, is that what I we do think too. he's talking about? <laughs> okay. I mean, come yes. on, bro. Yeah, I would right. love it. I mean. I, I definitely own a Planet of the Apes box set of all the movies. It gets really rough at some point. No doubt. Um, got right. to get my uh, tattoo changed now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just the, add a monkey face in there. Um, 108, Holy Name, or One King Down, Bloodlust Revenge. Oh, it's it's Holy Name, but is it really Patrick? I know it is. What I is mean, Patrick ninety seven saying? Listen, uh, Holy Name. Uh, despite uh, for people that d- we've talked about this briefly, but for people that don't know, the original CD is uh, uh, one track. It's so annoying. It's unreal. So uh, annoying. <laughs> but like almost takes points off the record in terms of its quality because it's so annoying. One hundred percent. But I love Bloodlust Revenge. Uh, and I am in the zone because our watching uh, hardcore YouTube the other day took me to the Albany archives where uh, I did watch some One King Down, uh, and they were a dynamic live act. But 108 is on a different level, man. Even that record, which is like kind of uh, not one third of what they would become, uh, it's still fucking on a different level. I'm probably going Holy, er- Na- holy Name by Hair. Tom, you're going Holy Name. Yeah, even though the CD is annoying. Eric, any anything with One King Down or 108? Uh, I think that might be my preferred 108 album. Uh, yeah, so I think I'd go with them. Yeah, yeah, that's. I I gave One King Down a run in the late '90s and never never stuck. And 108 is a band I actually do truly enjoy. So Holy Name is it, and Holy Name is a great record. Um, Snapcase, progression through unlearning, mm. or turmoil, the process of. Fuck, tough one. Um, Snapcase, I, tough one. But it's, it's Snapcase. Yeah, I think there's more more good songs on the Snapcase record, and I'm going to get people from the Pennsylvania region are going to uh, DM me the second they hear this. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I mean, turmoil is great. Let's not let's be realistic. Yeah, I mean, I think we we've talked about turmoil more than than most for sure um blondie parallel lines or bob seeger stranger in town (laughs) blondie yeah i don't know if i'm familiar with that particular bob seeger album it opens here let me give you the one two opener hollywood nights oh and still the same still the same so good man Still the same. It's one of the best songs ever written. Oh, yeah. All right, Bob Seger. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, but I got to say this. I love that Blondie record unabashedly. It's fucking great. I, so in, um, I saw Blondie in the year 2022. and uh, Really? Yeah. And, you know, uh, Debbie kind of has the cadence of like a like a drunk grandma. But uh, I, as the kids say, I was here for it. Right. She is grandma. All right. Then <laughs> fair enough. she might have been drunk. Maybe I didn't want to say that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yo, still the got same. It. Plus, ain't got no money on that record. That record, and he looks like it's a, it's, shit. On the cover he looks like a weird dog. <laughs> what breed of dog does he look like on the cover, Patrick? Um, he looks like one of those uh, terriers with the mustaches. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like, it's like really bad. Like, this is a picture, and everybody's like, "Yup, that's the one." I mean, also, what are we doing? Fucking posture. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> he does look like a dog. I would. I would punish a child for this photo this is awful yo so his photo on night moves is bad because he's tilting his nose up so he can look up his fucking brain but uh this man just might not have a good uh uh angle because stranger in town is like two years later and they didn't learn their lesson they're like yeah you know what let's put this ugly man on the cover uh and instead yeah yeah no i, I it's, it's wild his posture's so bad there is a version of bob seeger that maybe he hits in the mid 80s where he's like halfway to Burt Reynolds, but he's still like a, a JV version. But he's just like, it's a little more like, hey, chest hair and mullet as opposed to long hair and bad posture. Yeah, yeah. And you can at least be like, all right, you know what? This is this is somebody's weird uh, chest hair daddy fantasy. And well, he's, he's, he's just not doing it on Stranger in Town. He's against the wind period where he's making real money. Uh, he, he, he Just after that. You're gonna find him at his best, but I agree. I agree. Yeah, he looks fucking broke. The, 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 <laughs> the, the way listen. the way he looks on Night Moves is how every uh, Brooklyn loft punk looked in 2017. All right, let me give one last it's one for Ralph the hardcore. The What's that? Was it Ralph the Muppet? Oh, oh, he does look like Rolf. He does. That's the one. Like that's the right. That's please. Someone send us <laughs> Rolf on the cover of Stranger in Town. Please. Uh, you will be we'll given something good. I promise. I yes. promise you. Please do it. Last one for the hardcore. No warning. Ill blood. Or integrity. Humanity is the devil. Uh, humanity. Ooh. I'd probably go ill blood. Mm-hmm. Tom, I, I know this is this is a tough yeah. one, right? I might have to go ill blood too. Ill blood is a really fucking good record. It's a really right, humanity is not a real record. It's like three or four songs. Yeah, that's true. Humanity is the easy oh. one for a lot of people in my age's head, but yo, it's it's ill blood. Uh, if you haven't listened to No Warning recently, please revisit them. Torture Culture is actually a very good record. Uh, we've all everybody knows suffer survives better than it gets credit for ill blood is just gold and i went and listened to their first ep the self-titled ep i think it is it's good the music is good ben cook's vocals on that ep are so raging like if you Mm. listen to it listen to it and listen to it with this in mind try to isolate the music and then isolate the vocals he carries it and it's like, oh, if you just put an okay hardcore vocalist on this record, it'd be like, cool, par, like, fine, good record, fine. But Ben, it's like, oh, yo, dude was on another tip. So major respect and props to that dude. Major respect to them. Major respects to Bob Seeger. Suffer Survive is an interesting record in 2020 because I feel like a lot of bands might be kind of sort of doing what they were doing on that record. But when I listened to it, you know, 13 years ago for the first yeah. time, I was like, what is this shit? It was like, so clown. it was like their Lincoln park record. Correct. Well, because the dudes from Lincoln park put it out 
it does have that uh, a little bit of that in the production flair. But yo, if they had gone, uh, what's the studio that did Ill Blood, Tom, and the fella did in New Hampshire? Uh, it's oh, not it's, um, no, it was in, Ill Blood was in Brooklyn. It was um, yes, uh, uh, Dean. It was Dean. Yeah. Dean at a time. Yeah, if, if they put that record fully in Dean's hands, uh, it wouldn't be Ill Blood Part Two, but it wouldn't it wouldn't be far off. It's a strong sequel. Um, so really good songs in there. Agreed. There's no there's no still the same, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, Dirty Than the Next is probably one of their like five best songs. Sick, Agreed. Sick, 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 sick. All right, yo, on to the next. <laughs> 